Christ's command to his followers before his ascension to heaven was for them to be his witnesses in Jerusalem, all Judea, in Samaria, and to the uttermost part of the earth. Our Lord did not intend for the good news of his death and resurrection to stay local, but instead it was to be taken globally. In this third section of Acts, the adventure continues as the gospel is taken to the ends of the earth. Let's join Scott Pauley now for today's study. In the advancement of the gospel and the work of the Lord in this world, there are basically two groups of workers in the church. There are those who stay and there are those who go. And both of them, please don't miss this, both of them are essential workers. In other words, there are those who are sent and there are those who are the senders. Paul and Barnabas are indicative of the sent ones. They, they're representative of that group who are called and gifted of God uh, geographically to advance to the next region, to the next city, to the next country, to the ends of the earth. Uh, but it would be impossible for them to get that work done without the authority and the accountability, without the encouragement and the support and the prayers of the, the ones at home base, those that help them launch out and carry them on their way. And I think it's very important to realize we all have our part. We all have our place in the work of the Lord. Not everyone is going to be a missionary or an evangelist or a pastor. Uh, Many will, and we need many more who will. Uh, But the church, the church body, must have a part in helping further the work of the gospel through those people. And that is the, the picture we come to today in Acts chapter number 15. Now, in the previous chapter, Acts 14, we really saw the beautiful progression and method of how the gospel advances. Uh, And it really wasn't Paul's method. It was Christ's method. Paul just took the model. But look at the template. They preach the gospel. Then they teach. That means they make disciples. They confirm. That word literally means to put legs under, to strengthen. So it's not enough to give them the information. We want to strengthen their faith and strengthen them, their position in the local assembly. Uh, They exhorted. They ordained elders. That means they they gave authority to those who would lead in those local congregations. They prayed for them. They commended them to God. And then what did they do? They came back to the church that sent them out, and they reported on all that was being done. So when we closed chapter 14, remember, they had come back to Antioch, and they rehearsed all that God had done with them. I love that. Not what they had done, what God had done. And now we pick up chapter 15, verse 1. And certain men which came down from Judea taught the brethren and said, Except ye be circumcised after the manner of Moses, ye cannot be saved. When therefore Paul and Barnabas had no small dissension and disputation with them, they determined that Paul and Barnabas and certain others of them should go up to Jerusalem unto the apostles and elders about this question. And being brought on their way by the church, they passed through Phenis and Samaria declaring the conversion of the Gentiles, and they caused great joy unto all the brethren. And when they were come to Jerusalem, they were received of the church and of the apostles and elders, and they declared all things that God had done with them. Do you see the repetition of that phrase? It was what God had done. I think today, too often, it's about what we have done, what we have accomplished. Friend, if any good thing has been accomplished, it's the Lord's doing. We must never forget that. 
Uh, remember, this is not my church. It's not your church. It is Christ's church, and Christ is building his church. We're just building blocks. But he is the, he's the foreman on this work crew. He's the builder. He, it is his. It belongs to him. And so we all just have our time and we have our task, whatever God has assigned to us. This is what I want you to see today. Uh, The person who goes needs the people who stay. And the people who stay need to help those who go. This is just the Lord's way. It's so simple, really. In a sense, we all go. I understand that. We all are to be witnesses Uh, But many people are going to stay right in their same town most of their life, uh, in their home area, and they're going to go to their Jerusalem. But remember, the church is to be Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost. It's not one or the other. It's all of the above. How does that happen? It happens uh, when certain people like Paul and Barnabas are set aside and sent out to carry the gospel. Uh, Let's deal with it on both sides. First of all, let me say a word to those who go. I want you to know that you need the local church. Uh, You know, I serve as an evangelist, and I I love the itinerant gospel work the Lord has given to us. But I want you to know I I need my church. I need the accountability of a local assembly. I need the the encouragement and uh, the reproof and the um, instruction that comes in a local church. And so uh, those who go are not an island to themselves. No, we are sent out by a local church. We return to the local church. We are commissioned by a local church. We come back to a local church. Uh, Because the work of God is not individual work. It is church work. The Lord is doing his work in this world through his church. So those who go must remember that when there are questions, when there are issues, when there are difficulties, we must return to the church. Uh, We must let the church be what Christ intended the church to be, and that is the pillar and ground of the truth. I would also say this to those who go, make it your business to be a blessing to the church. Because the Bible says uh, that they came back talking about the goodness of God, declaring the salvation of all these Gentile people, and they caused great joy unto all the brethren. Let those who go be a cause of great joy to those who stay. So those who go have a great responsibility to the church. Now let me say a word to those who stay. And I mean by that, those who are members of a local New Testament church, that you may not be a missionary halfway around the world, but I want you to know you are a part of the work of God. You're an essential worker. You're an indispensable link in this chain. You're holding the ropes. Uh, it's, It's so important that Local assemblies understand their connection to the work of God all around the world. There are a couple things I would point out to you. The first is in verse number three that they brought these messengers on their way, being brought on their way by the church. So minister to them, pray for them, support them, encourage them, make sure their needs are met. Why? Because in doing so, you're investing not in those people, but in the work of God. It's eternal work. It's gospel work. You're giving as unto the Lord. And so encourage them. Bring them on their way. Then I would say this, receive them. When they come back, receive them with great joy and fellowship and encouragement. Uh, Provide whatever is needed at that particular juncture. Look, friends, we're working together. We're laborers together with God, and we're striving together for the work of God in this generation. 
Those who stay need those who go, and those who go need those who stay. And so I want to say to every person listening to me today, maybe you're in some far-off country, far away from your home church, or maybe uh, you are in your hometown and just serving in your local assembly. Wherever God has you, uh, be the best Christian church member, witness, and encourager you can right where you are. You can't do everything, but you can do something. And so you be the person that God can use whether you go or whether you stay. Father, I pray right now for pastors, for evangelists, for missionaries, for local church members, for faithful witnesses at home and around the world. I pray, Lord, for those who stay, that you will help them to sense the presence of God and realize their place in your work. Keep our churches strong. Lord, I pray for those who go. You'll meet every need they have this day. You'll bring them on their way. You'll give them the the encouragement they need to keep pressing the gospel forward in this vital time. Oh, Lord, help us do it your way. Help us follow the example of Christ and the model of the Apostle Paul. Help us to be your witnesses while we still have time. In Jesus' name, amen. Though no more scripture is being written, the story of the furtherance of the gospel is being written at this very moment, and we get to be part of that story. The heart of our Savior is as passionate for the lost today as it was just before he ascended in Acts 1. Will you get in on what God is doing in the world today to reach the lost with the gospel? This is why enjoying the journey exists to encourage and to equip you in the work of the gospel. Whether it is through the daily broadcast or the many resources on our website, Scott and all of us on the Enjoying the Journey team are passionate about people coming to know Christ as Savior. We pray that you truly will enjoy the journey, but we also pray that you will bring others with you on your journey of following Christ.